Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Straight Up, the podcast. Uh, I'm here with a friend of mine, Keon. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. Anytime. Um, So today we're going to be talking about racial um, marginalization. And Keon is Iranian. And Mm -hmm. he looks like a white boy. (laughs) So I figured we could talk about that and talk about his upbringing and where he's from and his family um, seeing that there's a stark contrast between all of them. And yeah, he's here to tell his story. So take it away, Keon. Tell us a little bit about you. Great. Sounds good. Um, I guess just a little background is that I'm born and raised in the Bay Area. Um, I have two moms and they're both Iranian. They came from Iran in, after the revolution. Um, I have a younger brother who is... Um, also Iranian he's one of my moms gave birth to him and one of my moms gave birth to me and we have the same um, biological father Um, but yeah everyone in my family is visibly a lot more Middle Eastern than I am my brother is brown and my mom Maryam who gave birth to my brother is pretty brown and my mom Roya has like dark hair and an accent so um, I'm kind of the odd one out in terms of that I'm just very white and blonde compared to them yeah so yeah how is it being so different from your family like what was that like growing up and like over time as you've gotten older like Mm -hmm. your viewpoints on it now yeah um I think it's something that I've just like been used to and because it's just the way my family was um growing up but obviously there have been people like ask questions or make comments like and it's like I used to be a lot more uncomfortable about it when I was younger but I kind of got over it got used to it and now it's just the fact of life um but there's like some funny stories or things that have happened like when I was younger and we would go to the playground the local playground in my neighborhood and um when people would see my mom with me like a blonde blue-eyed baby they would ask her if she was my nanny they would just make an assumption that she was my nanny yeah. which is kind of really horrible but um just like some assumptions that people made and it was probably like common back then to like assume mm-hmm. you know like when we were younger because yeah. it wasn't common to see kids that had like there was less exposure yeah 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 for sure um but yeah i think also because my both my parents have like short hair and yeah um now especially because we all wear masks um people sometimes think that they're guys and like make comments about that or like they surprise them but it's just something that they're used to and we're all used to so we kind of joke about it now yeah for sure Mm -hmm. that's really yeah I don't know it's really interesting to me that Mm -hmm. stance and like going through all those things too yeah yeah and then there's like sometimes where it's like I can clearly see like differences in how we're treated mm-hmm. like when we're at the airport and I'm the only one who's like never gotten randomly selected quote unquote right. and then my, everyone else in my family always does and um, one time when we were coming back from Europe they stopped us in the airport and said that my mom was on the watch list and mm-hmm. we were also confused we're like what is this watch list like why yeah. is she on it and then the, the people in the airport didn't even know they just kind of kept us there for a little bit and we had to like somehow reach out to somebody like write some letters something to get her off the watch list so it's just like kind of crazy stuff like that that has made me hyper aware of the differences and how I'm treated compared to them right. um, and the privileges I have um, just because I look white because my brother is also half 
Iranian, mm-hmm. half white, just like I am, but he's visibly a lot darker than me. He looks very Middle Eastern. He has like a brown, bushy beard. Um, so it's just like I've kind of, like I said, become hyper aware of these differences and how yeah. we both live. Definitely. Like. Yeah. That's like also kind of coming into play is like the community aspect of it, right? So mm-hmm. like you have a family that is totally Middle Eastern looking mm-hmm. and then you stand out more. Mm-hmm. And it's, I guess, that connection is like not visibly not there, but mm-hmm. like personally it is because you also speak Farsi. Mm-hmm. And the first time that I met you, actually, you called your mom and you started talking really? Farsi. I remember this vividly. So and I was like, oh my God, like he speaks Farsi? Like that's so <laughs> cool and like awesome. I didn't expect you to like do that. So I guess like maybe you can talk a little bit about that and like what that's like. Mm-hmm. Because also like hearing Farsi is not common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's not definitely. a common language. Yeah. So like maybe you can like tell us a little bit about your yeah. experience is speaking Farsi in public and Definitely. stuff. I mean, yeah, it's very, like, it's not a language you hear all the time, just, like, around, for sure. And you definitely don't hear a lot of white people speaking it. Yeah. So it's, people have always been surprised when I speak in Farsi, especially in public. Um, one the kind of funny thing that happened was when I was really young, we would go down to L.A. a lot because my, um, we had family there. And they have a big Persian community and people hearing this little white baby like in the street talking in Farsi would they would get super surprised (laughs) and they would like stop me and make comments and actually this one small like Persian magazine wanted me to model for them like wanted me to be on the cover of this magazine which is really funny um but yeah it's just and then in my extended family I'm kind of the only like white one Mm -hmm. and then I have an aunt carolyn who married my uncle and she's white but she also speaks farsi because she lived in iran for a while so whenever we're together we like to surprise people or if we ever hear someone speaking in farsi we like to talk in farsi to yeah and then they get super surprised but it's just like funny now we kind of joke about it because it's like um, pretty rare for people like people get really surprised yeah mm-hmm. for sure do you think that like if you were to go to Iran, mm-hmm. everyone obviously looks different visibly. Do you think that they you would fit into like that group? Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. sometimes there's people that, um, like for me, like I don't feel connected to any of the races that I am mm-hmm. because I'm not accepted in every group because mm-hmm. I don't look like each of them. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like kind of disconnected in that way? from that kind of culture aspect. Although at home, you did grow up eating all the food. Mm-hmm. Your parents, like, obviously integrated you into that and, like, your your history. Like, that's your family. That's who you are. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you're kind of disconnected in that way because of the way that you look? I think, yeah, and especially if I went to Iran. Um, well, one, because I grew up in America and my Farsi is not as good as, like, someone who grew up in mm-hmm. Iran. Um, and just, like culturally it's I'm not used to I guess like living there obviously like I familiar with the foods and people and language but I think it would just be really different and yeah. I would definitely stand out because I look really American yeah <laughs> I like in Iran there are a lot of people who have like lighter skin but it's very like rare to see people who are blonder or um, have more American features right um, so I think yeah I would probably stick out but I don't know. I'm sure I don't. It's just 
something I don't know too much about because I've never been, so mm-hmm. um, it's hard to know, but I'd love to go. I'd love to visit. Yeah, that would be cool to kind of, like, see where you guys are from and everything. Mm-hmm. That's really fun. And, yeah, I guess so. I guess we touched on all the points that I kind of wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your password white privilege, in a way, is very interesting to me, too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, I guess, something that I've become more and more aware of or thought more and more about is that how differently I'm treated or looked at because yeah. I'm visibly white and, like, I don't get stopped in the airport like my parents or my brother or, like, you know, people don't make comments and it's just um, little things like that or bigger things like that that make me really aware of how differently I'm kind of perceived and treated. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Well, thanks for coming. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for sitting down and talking. Anytime. (laughs)